When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopheadspod.com. It's Gerald Glassford coming right back at you here from Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, and Game Source. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our shows. And if you can, please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Plus, if you can like, share, subscribe, follow, or do anything that you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, and Game Source. Plus, also the great folks at Lakerholics.com. Be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. And if you can support the folks as well at the Hoopheads Podcast Network at Hoopheadspod.com, it is sincerely appreciated. Well, I've been told now for a couple of weeks, it's okay, Gerald, about what's going on with the Lakers. Just wait till LeBron gets back. And as the losses started to mount up, and the defensive miscues kept on happening, I was told again, just wait till LeBron comes back. Well, we were hoping, keeping our fingers crossed, that LeBron would indeed come back, and sure enough, he got the green light to come back, and and in the first quarter, looked like he was going to come back strong, and so were the Lakers. They seemed inspired on both ends of the floor. They seemed like they were going ahead and creating a lot of mischief out there. They were going ahead and pushing everything on the break. Everybody seemed to be really in tune with what was going on. Anthony Davis was feeding off LeBron's energy, and the whole team seemed to get that kind of good vibe as they scored 38 points in the first quarter. And then the second, third, and fourth quarter happened. And it all went downhill from there in Boston as the defense, just both on the interior and on the perimeter was just simply atrocious as layups and three-pointers galore both hit for the Boston Celtics, even with their leading scorer, Jalen Brown, out of the lineup. Jason Tatum took over and looked like the player he we knew he could be for years now, which seemingly he wasn't for all the season. And Dennis Schroeder on the quote-unquote revenge game when, in fact, he was the one that turned down the money. So it should be the Lakers seeking revenge on him. But still, Schroeder had a great game, layup after layup, just driving silly right through the Lakers' defense. Jason Tatum, if he wasn't popping from the outside, driving through the Lakers' defense for easy layups. Also saw Marcus Smart 
if he didn't enjoy himself backing in Malik Monk, he was going ahead and making Carmelo Anthony look silly, or even Anthony Davis at times looked silly as well. The defensive effort was just extremely poor, and it ended up, again, second, third, and fourth quarter. The lead just evaporated quickly, and then it all fell downhill from there as the Boston Celtics in Boston handily beat the Los Angeles Lakers, even with the returning LeBron in the lineup, 130-108. to I don't take any pleasure from this. I don't take any pleasure about being anywhere near right regards to my thoughts on the defense going into the season and the whole makeup of the team as a whole. So I don't take any pleasure from this at all. I'm just like you out there, Lakers fans. I am concerned about what's going on in the, for the team, the psyche and going forward. And here today is a man that might actually even be more upset by the time this road trip ends. So he might even be more negative than us. And he is supposed to be the beacon of optimism here at Lakers Fast Break. And in fact, he had individual users. Nick, I want to give you a big shout out for your comments. Even though you didn't agree with Jamie and I on the last show and you agreed with Laker Tom. (laughs) Unfortunately, both your guys, your, your worlds are not looking great right now. And that's a realistic point of view, not a pessimistic one. But he is the man behind Lakerholics.com. Read his not-so-timely article on THT, which we'll also discuss here in a sec, because I've got some thoughts on that as well. It was actually a good article, and then, unfortunately, today happened. It is Laker Tom and Laker Tom. Everything that you wrote about, everything that we thought would happen, it seemed like it was going to be good in the first quarter, and then it all fell apart from there. Yeah, it's hard to take anything good from this game. You know, I, I thought the Lakers would come out. Or atrocious. Uh, Everything was atrocious. Yeah, it was, you know, the some of the things are things that we can't really control. I mean, we've seen this movie before where the Lakers come to town and we're the big show. And obviously, just as the Celtics are an important opponent for the Lakers, the Lakers are an important opponent for the Celtics. And uh, Jason Tatum has had a struggle to start the season. And uh, uh, he's got a lot more shots when uh, Brown is not in the lineup. And uh, he he was unstoppable today. Um, he played great. So, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's always like somebody's going to have their career day against the Lakers. And then the second thing is the, the referees. I mean, this has really gotten ridiculous. I thought that the calls were terrible when it went against us today. We didn't lose the game because of the calls, but you know they 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 won the twelve points at the free throw line, uh, or thirteen points at the free throw line, and twelve points at the two point line, and we won three points at the three point line. That adds up to a twenty two point loss. It wasn't our offense. We shot fairly well. We we outshot them at the three point line. We shot forty six percent in the field, seventy five percent from the free throw line. The problem was defense, obviously. And the problem with the defense was that we used to play small ball on steroids. Right now, we're playing too small ball. And I mean T-O-O, small ball. We're too small, you know, and teams are teams are picking us apart. And the only thing that's working defensively for us is to play this stupid zone. And for Frank Vogel to do that is quite an admission, really. And so, obviously, we've got some problems that have got to be solved. Size is the issue. You don't stop guys like 
Dennis from getting to the rim. You block him at the rim. That's the way that teams have stopped Dennis in the past. And for some reason, defensively, we cannot seem to keep Anthony Davis from being pulled out of position where he's not a shot blocker anymore. And even when Anthony's in the game, you know, this is one of the things that we've sacrificed a great deal with, with going away from Bogle's two too big lineup. And the problem is we just don't have a good second big, but it's rim protection that we're, that we're really losing on. I mean, everybody beats everybody off of the dribble in the NBA because of the three point shot. You know, you're going to stop and make it the three. You want them to shoot a two and you're hoping that that rim protection is going to force them, you know, to, to stay in that no man's land. The problem is, is that when you don't have rim protection, that no man's land, turns out to be right at the rim and they're, they're dunking the ball or making easy layups. I suppose the, the most worrisome things that come out of this game to me are really two concerns that I'll throw back to you, Gerald, to see what you think about them. The first concern is, did LeBron make a layup today? Man, I, I sure didn't did. see that. I didn't see anything attacking the rim. Um, you know, on the, whole the surface, point, the whole you would say, pain, well, let, me, let me just say, on the surface, you would say, not a bad game, and his return, right. 23 points. Yeah, and, and, and it is shooting. the return, so you have to remember that. And also, though, the the type of injury he has is maybe the type of injury where he doesn't want to really go in there and, and bang inside. Just fade away after fade away after fade away. Yeah. So we may have to we may have to live with that a little bit, but that was one thing that concerned me a little bit because it, it showed to me either Brown obviously never has been the guy who could sit there and juke you at the top of the key and go by you. He was the guy who would basically muscle you down out of the way. Um, but that concerns me a little bit. And then also teams seem to be able to adjust to get AD to sort of disappear for long periods of time in the game. Um, we obviously don't have chemistry. And, and I think a lot of that is, is looking at, you know, some of the lineups got crazy again, you know? I mean, when Rondo, here's what, here's what we really need to do. We need to trade Rondo, Bradley, and Bazemore for none, uh, Reeves and uh, Ariza. You know, that would be a great trade, you know, if we could pull that trade off. Maybe the injury gods would allow us to do that. Then we all of a sudden might have some size. But I, I, I think my second big worry that I'll throw out to you is, man, I sure hate to have so much riding on that 6'8", 37-year-old Trevor Ariza. I said it better myself yeah. because I we need know to, you know, it's going to force us to, it's going to force us no matter how good Dalen Horton Tucker becomes, it's going to force us to uh, possibly trade him to try to get somebody really good to be able to give us some size and get us back so we can play small ball on steroids rather than too small ball, which is what we're doing right now. And you spoke of this as far as THC's development, which you thought was really on the way up as before today. Yeah. Well, it still might be, it still might be, it's just oh, it one still game. might be, it still might yeah. be, but this is something I feared of when I spoke to Joe Soro and my five questions yeah. yesterday. Well, like, well, let me, just say, let me finish. Let me yeah. finish what I was saying because his response was similar to what you thought. You thought, I gave him the question already knowing what I thought of the answer was that he, I asked him if that once LeBron comes back, could this development continue? Could he take the games that he was playing and use that as a building block to continue that type of consistent, great play 
going forward. And he thought he didn't see an option out of it. He thought he saw that continuing no problem. Well, I, unfortunately, as someone who has seen role player after role player after role player, (laughs) just have great games when LeBron's not in there, then fold like a deck of cards as soon as he comes back. That's the problem I see. Yes, you probably still will get a 15, a 17, a 20-point game every now and then from THD, but the problem is you're not going to get it as consistently as you would like. That's what I'm trying to say. I think you have to remember, first off, that he's 20 20 years old. I guess in a week we'll be able to say he's 21 and he can vote and drink. But he is in his third season. three games was never really anything definitive. But what they, but those three games, especially with without LeBron being there, they weren't definitive. But what those three games showed was that he has that capability for doing that. I'm sure he felt a lot of pressure coming in with LeBron in this particular game, and 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 it may be, you know, maybe he can play three out of four good games like that. Um, for sure, no rookie comes in and or I mean, he's only played. I think that was his 81st regular season game. Taylor Horton Tucker has played as a Laker. I understand that, but he's played a considerable amount of time in the yep. NBA as far as the, the G League system, development system. Yeah, and, and it'll be interesting seeing who loses time when, I mean, I think Bradley Bradley's contract is not guaranteed. No, and you just um, dropped $10 million a year for THD. Like you said, right. as a good yeah. trade asset, and people, right. they see the signs from those three games, so – Instead of maybe using him as someone that can help it be the part of the future for the Lakers, he might be part of the future that you trade away yeah. in order to try to get something better. Well, I think that at the best, it's a 50-50 thing because the only thing that would make Taylor untouchable is if he started raining threes like Steph Curry or something. you know. Um, and, then, and the logic of that happening, especially him giving the opportunity to do that on the Lakers, but you know, if if he could become suddenly a twenty point per game scorer, that would make a difference, you know. But uh, the Lakers can't lose. The better that he plays, the better they will be for a team with him on it in the future, or with him as a trading chip that'll bring something in. I was really disappointed in the in the rebounding. I mean, we have some of the best rebounding guards in the league when you consider Russell Westbrook and and uh, THT. They each just got four rebounds. LeBron and AD each got six rebounds. They we got, got rebounded, rebounded by, 18. by 18 boards yes. in addition to the 20 points in the paint. So it's it's really size. It's this whole thing that we are too small, man. We can't go out there. You know, I mean, it's one thing to go out and play three guards against another small ball team that's daring you to go out and match them up. So we'll match them up. But teams are killing us on the boards and it's, and this is, you know, I don't know why, you know, I mean, I did not think that in the last game that there was any questionable effort at the end of the game. This game, I thought there was a questionable effort at the end of the game, even by the coaching staff, the way that they subbed in, you know, subs with 88, 18 seconds ago or whatever it was. This is an important game that we lost. We lost a game two nights ago. We've got Three games ahead of us, two games ahead of us that should be easier games for us to win. In theory. They should be in theory. So we'll have to see whether or not the team can pull it together and and come through and actually make some adjustments. It's definitely the defense. It's definitely size. But and (laughs) what can you do in that when you adjust out? Because 
it has to be it has to be a team effort to, for example rebounding you have to have gang rebounding everybody's got to get every single rebound and you got to block out all the time we obviously aren't doing that because that we didn't we gave up 18 we lost that rebound battle by 18 rebounds i mean that's a remarkable amount i mean just think about that that's 18 you know to a smaller team to a smaller team whose center was out today rebounding is a big part of defense you know that's the anchor that you have in the defense you go play 24 seconds and and He's you allow offensive rebound or, yards. you know it's it's how you start your fast breaks it's everything that that goes into the game we lost the game in the paint we lost the game because we were playing too small and I don't know how you have to, you know, I don't, we're not going to be able to change the people that we're putting in there really, because we don't have anybody else with size that's not playing. Again, I think, you know, not all of this should be put on Vogel's back. I think a lot of this should be put on the individual that created this team in the first place with such a disparity on the roster. But that's again, another issue for another day that these are larger issues than what I want to talk about tonight. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. I see the potential for basically like another Netflix kind of paradigm shift where here comes this other major player. They have a ton of resources. Apple could change the way that entertainment is consumed. They say it's the only time this year that you'll have stars from each brand battling each other. And we know it's not going to be the case, but they like to say that and more power to them, I guess. Well, it's a big first step bringing all those superheroes together. There were definitely some parts of the movie that I that I really enjoyed. And then there were some parts that I thought just kind of fell short of expectation. Part of it has to be something to do with how it's being promoted. And this is a thing where audiences do not agree with critics. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse every week on Apple Podcasts. And over a dozen of your favorite streaming and podcasting options. Before I go ahead and bring it over to Jamie, I do want to mention that, again, the Lakers did lose 130 to 108. Welcome back to the Lakers Fast Break. It's Gerald Glassford along with Laker Tom. I don't know how long he's going to be staying Laker Tom because he might just want to sell out to Crypto.com here in the not-too-distant future. But here today as well as the man behind the awesome Five Things articles. In fact, he just dropped the recap for the Lakers and Celtics debacle already on lakerholics.com it is jamie sweet because you said you wanted to just you wanted to just dump it leave it there and go off on your weekend and i don't blame you one dang bit no i want to enjoy i want to enjoy my saturday i don't want to relive that so uh i just thought i'd get it out of my system now and let the chips fall where they may Uh, it just was a disappointing effort i mean after the sec after the first quarter uh yeah it it fell apart from there Great first quarter, but yeah, after that, the Celtics scored more points in every quarter. Or, I mean, it was 30 quarter, thirty points in both quarters in the first half, 33 in the they third scored quarter. More, yeah, they, they were on they, the they went up every, every quarter, and we were on the descending number. Yeah, and we went the opposite way. So, yeah, I, you know, this team's starting to run out of excuses. <laughs> that's, that's the bottom line, you know. It, we can all talk about what should work or what it's not an, none of us are going to fix it. So, you know, we can only just react to what happens. We can only just 
comment on what we've seen. And what we've seen from this team so far is pretty disappointing in general uh, across the board. You know, there's flashes where you say, oh, okay, that's working. This looks good. This, this is something that I could see, you know, but then it's un- they, they can't sustain it. Uh, even usually for a whole game. Um, so it's a, uh, it's, it's a it's a riddle. It's a riddle. I mean, some of this is on. You know, you, you mentioned. You know, I don't want to put it on Frank Vogel. I don't think you can. I mean, this. Let's be honest. This started with a dinner. This started with a dinner between LeBron James, Russell Westbrook, and Anthony Davis, where they talked about sacrificing. Um, and I want to know what they think that means, because I'm not seeing what that's supposed to look like. I mean, if you look at the box score, everybody had uh, their kind of game, their kind of game, right? LeBron looked like he had a fine game. AD, you know, maybe, maybe not his best game, but like a fine AD game. Russ, but you think 31 points wouldn't be such a, you know, it was a great game for him, but right. take a but, closer look and you'll see a lot of things that well, you not, probably won't not, like. Not one Laker grabbed more than six rebounds. So that's the first <laughs> stat. I just said that a few minutes ago yeah i mean that's 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 and, and this, you got to figure the other team that's coming in to play the lakers or that we're going into their arena to play we're going to get their we're going to get like their best out of 82 games probably the best 10 percent of their games i you know my last fiver was about how we're the oxygen team we bring oxygen we are. to other, other franchises you're we're coming into their, the, all the lakers the, I, I, that's the mo so far, and you know we're getting to the point where the trend career that high see, huh? play the Lakers. I, it's I mean you know it's not fun to say it's not <laughs> it's not an enjoyable place to be as a fan. I'm sure it's not an enjoyable place to be on the team. You know I'm sure none of them want to be talking about how they're a game under 500. Almost you know they're under 500 with you know three games to play before the 20 game mark. And the refs think the same thing. Well, that's 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 a, that's an issue born of intensity. I think that you know. Yeah, we don't help it. You're right. We don't help it by the way. We don't you... help it by spending as much time yelling at the refs. I think we yell at the refs more than one another for our blown defense. Yeah. Who's holding anyone accountable out there? Who's who's the guy who's? Well, who's when you when you look at the defensive ratings to the individual players, and it's it, we've all talked about how you can't compare defensive ratings on one team with another team. But within the team, and you look at the defensive ratings relatively where they fall, you'd expect LeBron James and Anthony Davis to be at the top of the list, but they're nowhere near the top of the list. No. Well, let's be honest about LeBron's defense. It's not going to kick in to the best of whatever it's going to be until... And tonight it was not not there at all. And AD, you know, this is the other thing, you know, this... There's, they're scam. They're, they're, they're scamming him out of the play every game. You know, they're scamming. Oh, uh, they're scheming AD out of the play. Yep. Well, this is the thing, right? Like AD, this is what this is. This is what I'm coming around to thinking. And I, I've, I've always thought this in some ways, but I was willing to think maybe it wasn't that it, things could change or that AD could be different, a different type of player than I'd seen him be. But I, I just don't really think it's possible. AD is. I think he calls himself and wants to be a power forward because. That's like that. That's where he tops out in terms of his physicality. You know, like he's not gonna bang like a true five is gonna bang down low. He's yeah. not gonna like put his body hard into another guy and knock him off his block yeah. to get. But great, all, all you know. of the positions have shifted one because of small ball and the three. 
But this is the problem. Because right? the only, the the only power thing forward can... is really now the new center because nobody bangs. There, oh. How many bangers we got? Two or three in the league? No, I think there's a lot more than that. I think Jokic, I think Embiid, I think I think a lot of, you know, to be honest, I think a lot of the center position has evolved into you do five things. You box out, you set screens, you help facilitate the break with your rebounding. You don't necessarily like try to make a play off the rebound. Um, if you can stretch the floor, you, you, you are entering like a next level tier of center that can be trusted to at least be on the court. Uh, when you need a three, but you know, you know, even then the best centers generally don't shoot much more than 35, 36% from three. Is that really the guy you want taking the last shot of a game? You know, it's, it's not the defining characteristic of what the position brings to the game. And so all, all of those things are things that AD traditionally doesn't like to do and hasn't really done a lot of. And so it's not, now that I'm thinking about it more and more, it's not surprising that those are the areas that we're struggling in. You know, you would think like, well, AD's a big guy. He should be grabbing, you know, 10 rebounds a game. And I'll bet he's probably averaging a little bit more on that for the season. But it's not translating into rebounding dominance, and it's not translating into the type of transition team that I think we all hoped we'd see by now. We're not the – we play fast, but we don't. we kind of play out of control. We play – a style of basketball that isn't really suiting anybody on the team. You know, is this, whose team is this? Who, who's, is it Russ's team? Not really. Right. Is it AD's team? Kind of. Yeah. Right. AD's team. Mostly LeBron has, you know, in my mind, it's LeBron's team, but nobody will take it. It's it's LeBron's team, right? Like he's the best player. He's still, like even, okay, even if you guys say about it as far as scheming against him and having him pull away, even when he does actually or is actually the one that's contesting the shot, yeah. they're shooting an incredible rate over yeah. him. Yeah. Marcus Smart made consistently shot yeah. after shot right over the outstretched arm each and every time of Anthony Davis. Same thing with Tatum, same thing with Schroeder. I mean, great they were offense. It's great defense every yeah, day, man. Every I mean, single time. So yeah. it's something that I think needs to be corrected. But unfortunately, they just don't have the personnel in order to go ahead and make those. It'll, it'll, it'll have to be corrected. Time. It'll have to be corrected at the trade deadline. And yeah, if it, it doesn't, it can't, it I can't think it's that time long. to start looking at maybe no, other that options. That's, when well, the that, actually, the the only good news is that I did. I you know, Ariza is warming up at, in game before games and shooting around. So uh, you know, if he gives you fifteen that. effective minutes a game. You're going or, to be lucky at 37 listen, years old. What's the difference between the starting lineup tonight and the starting lineup in the championship series? Alex Caruso? Markeith Morris? No, no, Markeith Morris was really the difference maker. Yeah. Because you had LeBron, Markeith Morris, and, and AD at well, Alex Caruso did start that game. Sure, six, but I don't you know. But well, I don't he think he played, that, no, he played one game. He played one game. Listen. Well, I Mark Jackson Alex said Caruso he was an awful ACP idea. get burned by guys like one of the best calls Schroeder ever. Time that, after time after time. That got roasted. I mean, you just you, you get those you get these little jitterbug guards, man, and you can't keep them in front of you. It's impossible, man. You no, can't but, stop them that way. No, but Markeith Markeith is one of those guys. Marquise one of those guys who's going to do the yeoman's work. He's going to do yeah. the box out. He's going to put his body, he's going to put a guy on the floor. And we don't and have he, a 6'8 guy who's 
a little bit of a dirty player who we have you know, do that dirty work. We have Dwight. That's it. Yeah, and but Dwight doesn't hit Dwight 35% can't from defend on the perimeter the way that Marquise could. That's he didn't that's have the true. mobility. And he's and he's two years he's two years removed from his and he can't stretch the floor the way that he Marquise just, did. Well, hey, he hit a three tonight. Did Dwight hit a three? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah. Dwight came down and hit a three. I mean, you know, whatever. I don't even think he got two block shots. I'm yeah, sure I'm LeBron Dwight's free throw shooting. He's he's shooting from the line pretty good, I think. He, I haven't looked, but I mean, the thing is, is My you know, good. There, there's no one player that's going to fix the defense. No one player is going to fix the defensive issues that plague this team. And the, the issue is one we talked about coming into the season. It's that we're long, but not tall. We're, we're rangy, but not big. And so we're going to get boxed out more often than we're going to box out. You know, like you look at the team that won it all. Danny Green's a stocky dude. Markeith Morris, stocky dude. Alex Caruso, strong for his size. THT, I think, is probably strong for his size, but, you know, he's only 6'5". He's not a big guy. He's got long arms. Um, well, listen, listen, we also have to play better, you know. We're, we're not going to – we're going to get a few guys back. We're going to get – you know, I mean, you can make a good three-player trade to improve the rotation. But sure. the guys who are here that are still – going to be here have got to play better than they're playing right now. I don't, I don't think any Laker fan would disagree. Uh, I don't, I don't disagree with you and Gerald on that. And I think that when the new players come back, the coaches have to make sure that they replace that, that they replace Bradley and, and Baysmore and, and, you know, and Rondo out of the lineup because you can't count on them defensively. And, and, you just hope that that none can play good enough defense, you know, and and that we'll that we can start to get some continuity because we just need to get the same group of guys on the floor and play consistently. And I hope this is the bottom that we have to hit because every time before a team rebounds, they they hit a bottom, you know, and you yeah. you just hope that this last terrible game you had is that damn bottom, and you're not waiting for another one to happen against one of these one of these trap games that are coming up here for Admiral Akbar to call over the next few days. We're, we're, we're the trap team at this point, man. You know, we're the team to other teams. Careful. Lakers might yeah, break out. Right. I hope so. I'd like to see a reverse trap. That's a good I idea. I man. This is getting hard to watch um, because it's not like last season where you were like, well, our two best players are out. I didn't mind, watch, I didn't mind watching us lose to the Bucks at the end. Sure. I mean, Giannis isn't going to have another game like that, although he he shoots fifty percent from threes for us, and twenty nine percent for the rest of the league. Yeah, is that an amazing stat or not? I know, but I mean, he's you know he's dialed in. He wanted, but to I didn't mind the end of that game. But this game, I had a terrible taste in my mouth in the fourth quarter. Well, because I had it, it since the second quarter. Uh, well, we were the, still we were still within eight points at several we times. One at the, we were down one at the half, and and or and up and, one the half. and we would we were up one at the half. But yeah. then we we went through a streak where you know all. Now even in the first even in the first quarter I was concerned because we scored well, we thirty eight points we had and a we big looked, lead and we let them cut it up, cut it down again. Then we well it down. we scored thirty eight points and we looked like world beaters, but they still scored thirty with and, and most that's of it us in the forcing half, seven most, turnovers. Most of it in the second half of that quarter too. Right. I mean, yeah. We, you could argue that we played great until LeBron went to the bench. Yep. 
That's exactly and then everything fell apart, and it never came back together, even when he came in. And LeBron, you know, and and part of it is that part of it is that LeBron can control. First, got three superstars, so you think, okay, if LeBron goes out, AD should be able to carry the team. Well, it doesn't work like that because he's a he's a he's a center or forward. No, but he doesn't have the ball in his hands. He's not controlling the game, you know. Not the same way. This is a guard controlled game, and 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 then Rust, so it has to be Rust. But but if you know, if Rust can, if Rust is not having a great game, and he didn't have a great game tonight, I mean, not I thought he, I, I thought he was trying to. I thought that there was, especially in the first half, and then especially during the time when we we came out. We came out in the second half in the third quarter, and I thought it was a good plan. This this sort of student body right and, and clear off everything so the Russ can attack on the left hand side, sure. and Russ can get underneath the basket. And if he can make a layup, good. If not, he'll pitch out to somebody because guys are collapsing on him. I thought that's a good offensive series, but we couldn't hit the shots, man. Couldn't hit the shots, but also I thought that Russ was trying to. I thought the whole Laker team was. You know, I, it's just hard to put your hand. Yeah, they stop them at the other end, and it's yeah. It's not. A, I'm not. The know, problem is if you miss offense. your shots on a de- if you miss your shots, it doesn't we're, matter what you do on offense. You know, it's I mean, yeah, and it's we're scoring 109 points a game. It's not yeah. like we're one of the worst offenses in the league. We're not. No, we score no. the ball just fine, and we, and we were winning. fine tonight. I mean, no, yeah, exactly. Look at the stat sheet. We shot the ball well. They they shot. And made, they the made a lot was, more free throws. Than the we problem did. was that we couldn't stop them from getting to the rim, no. and we had no rim protection. Well, we blocked I mean, shots. I didn't. Yeah. I was surprised when I read that. What? what? Uh, three block shots by AD, but he still, you can't say he gave a great defensive effort. Those kind did, of that anybody, did that deter anybody from attacking? No, no. block no, shots. Well, especially when the paint's wide open, when they've pulled everybody out to the three point line, and and they will have to blow by one guy. That's easy basketball for any any right. team in the NBA. Yeah, that's 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 what you hope for. You hope to have pull some. And they guy shot out. well enough from three that you that you just have to still respect that. I mean, at this point, I think it's safe to say that, and I, this is an astounding, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I'm going to say it, that Luke Walton and Frank Vogel are on an equally hot seat right now. I think Rob Palenka should be on a hotter seat, but that's my opinion. I think that he won't be just because. Oh, no, he the, won't be. He just because of the Kobe connection, but he should be. Yes, he yes, should, should be. be. I, think uh, the start, I, I think the fault and the start, you know, it starts there. The fault starts, starts there. there. You but, know, I, mean, I, I think that Jamie hit the nail on his head, though. Let, let's all be serious about this. I think, Jamie, when you first walked onto the show tonight, you had the pearl of the night, which is this all started with that dinner. It's all started with that dinner, man. And this is this is the thing, right? This is the team all three of those guys wanted. I mean, maybe maybe role player X instead of role player Y. You know, we could have, we could have had we, – we could have afforded Buddy and DeMar – we couldn't. We would have had to give up Caruso, but I did this. I did the salary cap calculation. Actually, yeah, better, better. actually, hold on. We would have actually even better was Malcolm Brogdon, who's having a great season. Yes. Well, yeah, also, but, I, but I. But these are two guys that were ready to sign, ready to trade, and ready I to be signed. Understand that, but Malcolm not, Brogdon would have given you the playmaker. Would have given you the really play- could have had. 
everything. Malcolm Brogdon could have been someone that we could have had before well, he signed his extension. I haven't seen anything. I haven't seen anywhere where we made an offer that was accepted. So at this point, do you trade for a center that allows eighty to move back to the four? Yeah, I th- or my, do you my trade for feeling, a wing? My feeling is it's Miles Turner. Or do you go for a wing? Frank wants or- to play that way. AD wants to play that way. That's what I think too. LeBron wants to play that way. Right. Turner's 25 years old. He can, you can build around him. You can build around him and AD for a couple of seasons. Oh, and and you 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 put a lid on a you put a lid on a, the rim, which is what I we agree. need. I think that that's. I mean, I don't know that it will be Miles Turner, but you go for somebody like that. Yeah. You go so for somebody like get Turner, Turner and, and Brogdon. That, that would be a dream choice come true. But I don't, I don't think we have. A, I don't think we have the cap power to get both. You don't. You don't. Unless yeah. you get rid of Westbrook, and you can't. There's no. I mean. There's, there's, there's not a sucker born. Yeah, there is one possible that. trade. The only thing, listen, we're, we are now, like it or not, the other, the other thing I, the other thing I didn't think I'd ever say, but I'm going to say it now. We are now in the Ben Simmons sweepstakes. Far behind in the Ben's. We don't have as much to offer. Well, I don't know. You know, you, Harden and Westbrook there, butt whip KD. We don't have the draft picks. Remember, no, we don't have the draft picks. But we could say uh, Westbrook and THT and whatever crappy yeah. draft picks we got. Yeah, this is Daryl Morey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. Click. Yeah, the Lakers aren't going to do that. Oh, no, you know, I'm gonna, gonna, let's start. Are you going to give me the seven hundred? No, but there's a, there's a point here that ties everything that together. There's a point here that ties everything together Yeah. about the last couple of things that we were talking about. First, nobody's going to admit that Westbrook is a mistake because no. it won't happen. You won't know whether it is until the end of the year, admit, until the playoffs. You yeah, won't well, know until the, fans, the playoffs. Nobody, nobody in the organization. No, I think Tom's right about that. Because he's also started, he's also started his last two years very slow. Yep. And there are some signs, and LeBron's been hurt, and you got all of these other things happening. No, and, they'll, and you're right. the they'll circle the wagon, and there's the buyout market. You'll, and, they'll circle the wagon. So you know, so so if you assume that first, that, yep. that number one, nobody's going to say, nobody's going to say, hey, we made a mistake. Nope. Okay, therefore, Rob Polinka's is not going to get fired. He wasn't anyway. And not, Frank, just because he's not going to get fired. No, no matter how much I wanted to, I didn't say he was going to get fired. I just said he should get fired. <laughs> You should be on the hot seat. Oh, Gerald, come on. on. Don't be such a meanie, man. Come on. I will be such a meanie. I told you, I've never <laughs> been on the Rob Polinka. Even when they won, <clears throat> I still had issues the way he structured the team each and every time. But you guys don't want to listen to what no, I, I thought Rob did. I you thought call me Rob crazy. Did. You call me say I don't know anything. You say this. You say that. You go ahead and criticize me on Likerholics.com with, with things oh, that are incorrect listen, and wrong. I, those pros make as many mistakes as us amateurs would make, I think. I don't know. I, I think uh, this amateur right here actually is, has a better shooting record right now as far as personnel than he does. Well, what, did, what, did, what did Jimmy Buss say? Any any bartender could be a GM? In the sense, I think he was and I'll right. I'll serve you up some drinks. How about that? I, I It was one of those things where like, you hear him say that and you think, man, that guy's got his head so far. I watched his... Moneyball for the first time last night. I mean, I you even knew, like or Tom, that the Andre oh, Drummond deal was a mistake. Have you seen Moneyball? Oh, yeah. Great money. Great movie. I thought it was the. I thought the ending scene was a terrific scene where the guy is showing a video. He's, he's showing Billy Bean a video of a guy who hit a home run. He hit the ball so hard, and he was running around first. He tripped and fell, so he thought he didn't have time to get back to first base because the ball was still in play. And he's crawling back to first base, and they they help him up and tell him that no, you hit a home run. 
Yeah. And the, the obviously he was a metaphor for telling Bean that you know that by competing with a thirty million dollar team against a hundred thirty million dollar Yankee team that he'd hit a home run he just didn't know it. Right. Right. Uh, right. Well, all right, guys. Again, the score once again for today was the Boston Celtics one thirty to one hundred eight over the Los Angeles Lakers. The Lakers are now at eight and nine on the season. I do want to go ahead and thank Albert Tagaro for stopping by. Also, as well, I want to give a big thank you to Felix, who's been all over the chat board, and I truly appreciate it. He's had some great comments, and him and I have been communicating back and forth. He he obviously has his concerns as well. Can't exchange baskets and. You know, he says Dennis is laughing at us, but you know what? Dennis may be laughing, but remember, he turned down the money first. Always remember, he turned down the money first. When he has that, when he has that, when he hits that withdrawal fee for uh, trying to take money out that isn't there, he won't be laughing anymore. (laughs) And there's the chemistry right now is just all off. Uh, The minute they got Westbrook in there, I think it threw everything off. And, you know, you see with the results of it, Vogel needs to fix this, according to Felix. He can try, but I'm not sure he can with what he has. You can only fit the puzzle with the pieces you have in so many different ways. LeBron has to pick. I I will say this. One thing that's troubling to me about the Frank Vogel decision-making chain is I would not take out, in the first quarter, I would not take out Russ and LeBron at the same time. I feel like you really got to stagger those minutes better. Yeah, that second quarter deal where they took, or he took both of them out. He took both of them out. It was like AD, Rondo, Monk, Ellington. It was, it was, that was, these are the moments where I'm like, this is, that's fixable. (laughs) Those Those are toys that should not be in his closet. Rondo, I mean, Rondo, Rondo, Bradley, and Bazemore. My daughter's calling me, so uh, you guys, I've got to take check out. But uh, good right. adios, adios. Take care, my friend. Once, Once again, that's Jamie Sweet. Please check out his latest article on five things from tonight's game, Boston, LA. It's right there, waiting for you at LakerHolics.com. Be part of the conversation today at LakerHolics.com. We're signaling the ref for a quick timeout. But we'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Hey, Lakers fans. Looking for the best place to go for up-to-date news, information, original videos, articles, podcasts, opinion pieces, and discussions about the Los Angeles Lakers? Well, look no further than Lakerholics.com. With a legion of followers always there talking about everything Lakers and the NBA, there's no better place to go to share your fandom as the team heads toward another championship run. So stop by and be part of the conversation today at LakerHolics.com. Once again, it's Gerald Glassford along with Laker Tom. If you have any questions for us, at Laker Tom on Twitter, or he could be easily reached at LakerHolics.com. He has a lot of conversations with a lot of people, and he can have one with you today at LakerHolics.com. For us, it's at Lakers Fast Break on Twitter, Lakers Fast Break at Yahoo.com. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening and also watching. It's so funny. I reflect back to my conversation yesterday with Joe Soro from LakersBall.com. And it's so funny. At times, he sounded like a mirror image of Laker Tom. And at times, he sounded like a mirror image of Jamie Sweet, depending on which part of the conversation you got. So it was kind of weird, like it was a dichotomy of listening to both the Laker Tom on one side and a Jamie Sweet on the other. So it was interesting. But if you get a chance, please check out the five questions I had for Joe Soro on the previous episode from the Lakers Fast Break. But Tom, 
I know you're coming up with some other great things here at Lakers Fast Break. You have, again, an article that up until 4.30 Pacific time seemed really good and timely in regards to THT. Right now, it's still, you know, still okay. We've got to see what's going on with THT and if you could be somewhat consistent outside of today's no-show performance. But any last thoughts on what you're working on at Lakerholics before we head on out? The gist of the article was essentially that what the Lakers need to do if they want to continue to play small ball, like we just were talking about, maybe that's not the right solution. Maybe maybe going after somebody like Miles Turner could be a better option for the Lakers because it's a little more in line with the way that LeBron wants to play, that AD wants to play, and that Frank wants to play. But if they want to continue to play small ball, then they have to replicate what they did in the championship bubble, uh, but with more offense. And, and that that formula is is a bully ball, small ball team. It's small ball on steroids because you're talking about a 6'11", a 6'8", and a 6'9", guys, as your front court. Um, and and we're sitting here with a front court that includes 6'4", Taylor Horton Tucker. And we saw just in the game before this game what happens when he gets timed up with a center and the ball gets to the center, then it's just going to be two points automatically under the basket. So we're playing too small ball, and we need to play small ball on steroids. And the only way we can do that is to be able to go out and and have, I guess, one option. Option number one is Trevor Ariza gets back in the lineup in a week or two. Um, Bradley sits down, and and we move Taylor Horton Tucker to to a two guard. And next, as a two guard, all of a sudden you've got a, a one guard and a two guard who are very similar in their same characteristics. They're both rim-seeking, um, uh, attacking, aggressive guards who like to get to the basket, who haven't yet shown that they can shoot the three well, but it, and a key is whether or not Taylor can continue to shoot the three well. Um, I think he only took one attempt from three yeah, tonight. He, he was just a bystander today. A really, yeah, just much, right. just, he didn't do much at all on either end. No, he had very few, very few touches and very few attempts at the rim. But... Um, but I think what they need next to him, next to, uh, I, I don't see any of the other players being able to give a combination of defense and offense and physicality at the two position, because that's what we had last year with KCP and with Danny Green, we had two six five guys. So now with Westbrook and with Horton Tucker, we could have two six four guys, but, but Husky six four guys can throw their weight around and aren't afraid to mix it up with a taller player. Um, it's probably the best solution that we can come up with at this point in time to be able to be able to play big. And it counts on being able to either have Trevor Ariza be that small forward that uh, or that power forward to allow LeBron to play the three, so that we've got a big bat. So we're playing a we're playing a, a small ball on steroids type of operate type of of scheme. And and then I think we can be successful, but that's a lot to that's a lot to hang in the hat of a of an older player like Trevor, and it it may mean at the trade deadline that we're going to have to trade none and and maybe Monk or somebody else in order to possibly get somebody with more size, so that we I mean right now we just don't have anybody at the small forward position who's over six foot four, six foot five. Dan, if if you if you presume Reeves is slotted in there simply because we've already got six guys at small at shooting guard. So uh, it's roster decisions that are going to determine whether or not 
we pull out of this because a lot of it is just uh, one of the things that happens when you get when you play too small is you get out rebounded and you give up a lot of points in the paint. And if they also then are able to only hold you to a three point lead at the three point line, there's the game is out of control, especially if you can't make it, if you can't get to the line anywhere near as many times as your opponent can. So we'll have to, have to see as we move forward, but uh, the Lakers have to regroup. They have to stop ignoring the bad calls and so forth and not get involved with the referees, uh, try to neutralize that situation. And they're going to have to play better. And I think it has to start as it always does with LeBron James and Anthony Davis. They're going to have to take their game to another level in order to bring their teammates along with them. Um, I don't think it's going to be the other way around that their teammates are going to inspire them. I don't think it works that way. It's never worked that way with the Lakers in the past. You can have a mellow game come out of nowhere or a THT game come out of nowhere, but those games generally happen, you know, when the whole team is playing well and the superstar is playing well, and they're definitely not doing that right at this point in time. It is just one game, but it is more troubling than the last game, and we'll see what happens in the next game. Well, if they don't win in Detroit, I think, Tom, you should really start thinking about going (laughs) off at the deep end. If they don't win in Detroit, that would be so disappointing, I can't even explain it. Oklahoma City is a much better team than Detroit. But you could be the Clippers, and they lost against New Orleans, so not everything is Are bad. you kidding? You got to look at the bright side. It does seem that there are more wacky results this year, previous years at this point in time in the season. It does seem a little bit different indeed, but right now the Lakers, unfortunately, are on the wrong side of 500 as they drop a game that they really never looked good in after the first quarter. 130 to 108 against the Boston Celtics. Please, if you have any thoughts, comments, things you'd like to suggest, things you'd like to shout out, share your frustration with us, please. You had some great comments on the last program that we did with the Lakerholics. Nick, I know I had some great comments on the YouTube. You know, even if they differed from my own or they differed from Jamie Sweet and they agreed with Tom, they were still a great part because we do appreciate some positive comments or some things that are out there that, that you want to go ahead and talk about and get off your chest. So please, if you have any comments in the YouTube or on Facebook right there at Lakers fast break or at Lakers fast break on Twitter, Lakers fast break at yahoo.com or be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. But once again, the Lakers did fall in Boston, 130 to 108. I do want to say that we do appreciate everyone out there. Once again, that, got a chance to watch us and listen to us we will be back on sunday after the detroit game because we're playing at detroit and detroit's a really bad team let's hope that they will go ahead and bounce back here and find a way to go ahead and use that as a impetus to go ahead and start getting some wins under the belt but we'll see what happens in detroit We'll be back after that game on Sunday to go ahead and report to you what happened right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. But I do want to make sure and let everybody know that the weekend's coming up. I hope you and yours have a fantastic weekend. We'll see you on Sunday night right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.